It's like sunshine in a bowl. Sunshine in a bowl. In a bowl. Well, you know, I mean, not one you set on fire and inhale, but I'm going to inhale right. this. Right. <laughs> I will not be passing it to the left. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. So rude. Mm. It sounds so rude. <laughs> okay. It does, but it's not. Though, I know. Like... I know. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna do this. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you will eventually get used to my uh, my idiosyncrasies in life. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. I remember there's a few times I've been like, "Excuse me." You have. You have. And it's like, um, there's this thing, like, I have resting bitch face, but it's like, I also have, like, resting bitch speech. The tone comes with it sometimes. Right. And it's not meant that way at all. That's just the way that I, like, (laughs) as Timbaland says, that's the way I are. It's the way I are. Welcome. You're tuned into the Two Kings podcast with your hosts, Brian Weeks and Adam Ricker. You may now enter the kingdom. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Two Kings Podcast. This is Brian Weeks, your co-host and i am here to finally introduce my partner in love and life mr adam ricker oh my god it's big ricker the biggest of rickers back on the podcast after a month or so getting ready to a month or so of getting ready to move here to lovely meredith new hampshire yes which i am now located beautiful downtown meredith Mm mm-hmm um, so with that said, um, this, this is a very special podcast this week. Um, and it's called welcome back Ricker for a reason <laughs> because, um, you know, we've, it's been, it's been quite a, quite a month or so mm-hmm. for, for both of us. I mean, more you than me, but, um, it's been, it's been quite a while. It's been I mean, a wild few months actually. Mm. So, um, what has the le- now as we're recording this you you've been here a new hampshire resident for just under a week mm-hmm. um so but how how has your first few days been um pretty good actually like i moving day was was good um that first full day off sunday kind mm-hmm. of decompressing and getting used to the surroundings was good the cats being annoying because it's a big change for him too right um i dove right into work which was okay it's okay mm-hmm. i mean i don't have it i don't have anything bad to say about it it's just getting used to a new job and but overall it's much more peaceful here it's easier to kind of relax than it was at my last place maybe it was just the energy or the vibes of bangor but i just I feel more relaxed here than I do <laughs> I did in Bangor, so pretty good overall. That's good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, moving day, uh, that was, a. we'll start there. That was a, a interesting one. Um, a coworker of mine, uh, decided to volunteer to come up. Shout out to Amy. Yep. Um, Amy decided to come up and like, uh, she completely out of nowhere offered, Hey, you know, what day are you moving? I'll, I'll like, sure. I'll just get in my car and, and drive up there for the day. Um, and it was quite an experience. We, we had both worked all night and got right in the car, went right up there and, and, and did the, uh, the moving thing and everything was great. Yeah. You went ahead of us with the cat and, you know, a couple minutes later we had taken, uh, your mattress and, um, Bungee corded, not bungee cord, uh, ratchet straps, uh, strapped it under the roof of her, her vehicle. And I was going to go in front and she was going to follow me. And that worked until we got on the highway. Um, and as soon as we got, actually, we didn't even get on the highway actually. So when we, when I turned around from where I was and we went around the back there by the, the, to go on the highway. We hadn't even got around the corner to that the split there where the crematorium place is, and it, it looked like it was going to take flight. Um, so we ended up, um, we did get on the highway. Actually, no, we went to the gas station first. We ratcheted it down more. Got on the highway. Nope, still looks like it's going to take flight. So I'm an idiot, and we missed the the first turn. So we actually ended up going north. And then to turn around to come south. So we were like, like at the, at the moment, we're just barely 20 feet on the highway. We're going north. Um, I said, let's pull out another ratchet strap. And we kind of um, Mickey Mouse it to come from the front over and underneath. And that lasted for 500 yards before it snapped right off and I it, it almost took out Amy's back window. Oh. Uh, so, like, okay, you know, th- there's only so much we can do now. So we'd finally gotten, like, it was just a big circle. We'd gotten right back on the, the, the south side. And we were maybe a mile outside of Bangor. Yeah, I so, remember you telling me, like, we had a pull off in Winterport. Yeah, so we were going like legitimately we were going I had my cruise control set at 41 miles an hour and it was still flapping in the breeze and like this is not going to be okay. So we pulled off at exit 174 at Dice Arts there. Mm-hmm. And um you know, we had considered several things. One of them the original idea was to just take back roads the whole way, but when they say it in Maine, it's true. Can't get there from here. Right. There are no back roads coming from Bangor, Maine to Meredith, New Hampshire. No, you so, the highway at some point. Yeah. It would, it would have had to have been like, like two hours south. Auburn. I think I could have grabbed all the back roads from there. Yeah. And, uh, well, I, yeah, Louis, yeah. Yeah, because well, Auburn, uh, that's what I did. I took the Auburn exit. Right. Exit 75. Yeah, exit 75, because I, I stopped at that Circle K. Yeah. Um, 
put a little gas in the car and Mm -hmm. um get a snack and whatnot because i was like i was on a mission to get there i used the bathroom real quick right um i had the kitty in the car so i didn't want to like be long right uh but i took the back roads from there through like uh, new gloucester and gray Mm -hmm. right to like where it all becomes back roads right and i i remember from um having going i had a uh in i had to go to lewiston um quite a bit when i first moved here um not to this place, but when I first moved to Meredith, and I do remember several times just not having any cash on me, so I did the little the little gimmick with Apple Maps of you know um, avoid all um, avoid tolls and avoid highways, and it did bring me all back roads right up there, and I came right out. I'm like, oh, I'm at exit 75, where at uh, at that Circle K, but oh, excuse me. So we pulled over at Dysart's, and the uh, original. We were like, okay, we can either like we don't know what we're gonna do. Like, like you know what? Let's take everything out of the van. Put your mattress in the on the floor of the van because the the van that she has is um the 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 gimmick on that one is that the floor of it is the the size of a sheet of plywood. So it is four foot by eight foot. Um, so we Huge. pulled everything out, put the mattress in, put it, put everything back in, and we were able to shut the door. Everything it made it. And my original thought was to take a photograph and send it to Adam, saying, "Wicked sorry, your your mattress flew off the highway and like it eaten by a bear or something." I don't know, but. See, see this y'all trying to mess with me on moving day. Mm. Height of my anxiety. He's out here making jokes. Yep. <laughs> That's what I do. Love you too. Yeah, love you. So, um, <laughs> but then once that, once we got that in the vehicle, we were able to get right on the highway from there. I mean, like basically it was about an hour that it took us to get all that figured out. And then we got on the highway and, and from there it was just fine. Yeah. Wasn't a bad drive down. I mean, yeah. I feel like I went I went at a record speed and pace for me. Like, I kind of just zoned a few times and looked down, and I was going, like, 80 miles an hour. That's my on normal the highway. speed. Yeah. In, in Maine, that, that's, what I, that's what I generally set my, uh, set my cruise on. Pretty much 45 to 55, all those back roads. Um... I've all like I've almost got the de- like I've now just about got the whole route down without a GPS. Mm-hmm. But there's always that uh, it's called Boundary Road. I remember we were talking about it in Bangor. It's Boundary Road along the trip that I always forget comes up on the left randomly um, after coming through like Sebago and stuff like that. Oh yeah 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 yep yep. It's like like that four miles of Boundary Road and then right when you it's fr- from the point where you go but the business district of Wyndham. To Sebago. Yeah. Yeah. That long stretch there. Mm-hmm. Past Gilbert's Chowder House. Yeah. I love that little part of Wyndham. Like, I'd go through there, like, depending on the time of day, there was, like, Dunks, McDonald's, KFC, like, all that stuff was, like, right there. So yeah. it was a good, like, stopping point for a snack. There's also that Irving, too, that's in there. But, like, to be real, though, like, I lived in the Portland metro area 
for two years, and I hadn't realized until after I moved away from Maine how close I was in Scarborough to beat to Wyndham. I had no clue that I was only like 20 minutes away. Mm-hmm. I thought, especially that there's another Lowe's there. Oh, yeah. So I, I just remember being like, oh, the one all the way out in Wyndham. Yeah, it's 20 minutes away. I've been down to Sebago a few times from when I lived in Bangor um, to visit D Money because mm-hmm. he had a he had a cabin. Mm-hmm. He was renting a cabin up there. It was not, it was a nice area. Like I honestly like if it was just like those two room cabins mm-hmm. that they offer, I could have lived out there too. Like it was, it felt like it was out at camp, right? Which I which I miss like as a kid going to camp and stuff like that. Um, it's not a bad area, like, it's a nice lake area, but, like, being down here, I can tell, like, I've looked at pictures and looked up stuff, like, I'm looking forward to this area in the summer, and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, because I don't, I'm not from here, but, like, I'm just, I kind of remember it from coming down to visit, but I didn't, we didn't, like, go out and, like, really experience, like, summertime no. stuff. No, it, pandemic. Yeah, because we were in a <laughs> pandemic, so... <laughs> Um, hopefully this summer, I'm hoping that we, there's more options out there, but the way things are looking now with the pandemic, like I just heard from my buddy Kenny this morning that the virus has reached his school that he works at. And, um, that school's like literally right down the street from where I used to live in Bangor. So, Mm -hmm. uh, the virus has reached my work too. Yeah. It's reached your work. It's reached my work, my new work, but, like, not, like, in the store, but, like, right. I'm coming into where I work now mm-hmm. uh, with, like, I think they said, like, five employees out right yeah. now who are on, like, a mandatory, like, two-week quarantine mm-hmm. for either having it or being exposed to people who have it. Right. So, now, now I'm, <laughs> I'm, ner- you know, I'm getting, I get more and more nervous now because... I absolutely do not want to contract it. Um, I'm diabetic, and like that's one of the health conditions they listed that people who have are diabetic and catch it could be hospitalized because of it. Right. Um, and it's, it's messes your blood sugar all up. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm nervous, but like I still I gotta work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ideally wish I could work from home, and maybe one day I can. But right. for now, um, it's. It's out there. Well, be lucky that you have not had to um, have the COVID test where they scrape your fucking brain through your nose. Yeah, I'm not digging that. No. I mean, and I I will be honest, um, that from what I heard, I did not have the rapid test. I had the the mail-away test. Um, I heard that they go, they told me, actually, when I was in the clinic, they told me that they, they are, like, shoving it in. And scraping your brain with the rapid test. They only do like, they only go in a little bit for the the mail away test. And it, it tickles and it made my eyes water because it was like one of those things. Like I'm not normally, I don't normally shove a Q-tip up my nose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, came back negative, but no, um, hopefully, um, you know, that to the degree that it's going to be, over quote unquote um i feel i'm hoping that the that the pandemic is over 
or I'm hoping it's over. But like, if it's not, and we're still doing like the social distancing, I feel like this the social distancing and the masks are going to stay much longer than than the actual pandemic. I'm kind of used to it. I really enjoy social distancing. I don't like people around me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> that I I was born for that, but I have utter faith that you and I next year in the summer. We're going to do everything on the back of the tampon box. Like, everything. Yes. You know, uh, water skiing, horseback riding, all the, <laughs> anything that you can do with the Tampax, we'll I be told, able to do. I told my buddy Andrew, who lives down here um, <clears throat> in New Hampshire, that I wanted to learn to drive a boat. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, and he said that he's, li- I think he's licensed to teach people how to drive a boat, is what he said. He goes, so, wow. when, when the time comes, I have an in there. Wow. He goes, it depends on the horsepower of a boat. You don't need a license up to, like, I think, like, 10 horsepower of a boat. Okay. But anything was, bigger than that, you need. I was going to say, wow, that's, like, some <clears throat> fancy, fancy, bougie stuff. Like, I learned how to ride a, I learned how to drive a boat when I was, like, five. I but, just, I, I, I want to learn to do it responsibly because mm-hmm. I've seen those videos of uh, people who don't know how to handle a boat. Um, Do you ever see that one? Uh, maybe people will know what I'm talking about. It's the video of... This bald guy driving, he's driving a speedboat. There's like a couple women in bikinis. You can tell these are like early to mid forties. Mm-hmm. Um, not like not not old, not old by any means. Just so early like, midlife crisis. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. The when I looked at them, I got very much oh that's dad like that's my dad's age you know mm-hmm. kind of people. Um, but they're out on this boat and this guy's just like hammering down on the throttle. And you see the GoPro they've got set up on all of them. Like, you can see their bodies shaking and they're holding on to stuff. And at what point did you decide that it was a good idea to go faster to remedy that? Because he hit a wave at one point mm-hmm. and dude went from standing to laying on the boat floor in .2 seconds. Like, yeah. that's how fast he went down. And all these people went flying everywhere in the boat. Like, I... 100%. Yeah, that is not... I'm not about that life. I want to learn how to do it responsibly. <laughs> one of the, yeah. I mean, and, and I haven't driven a boat in quite some time, but I will tell you that one thing that I really enjoyed and I would a hundred percent do it again is, um, I grew up, I mean, I grew up on the lake, so we had, I had a set of kayaks when I was, when I was a kid growing up, we had canoes. Um, and, but most of the time, you know, all the boats that I would, most of the boats that I w- was in were arm powered. Um, I wasn't really, didn't do a lot with the, with the motor. Um, but I did enough, you know, a little bit here and there, but, um, yeah, I grew up around, around boats and, and, and stuff. And, and I really, I really enjoy that. But one thing that I wanted to say that I want to take you on, and if any of our listeners who are local, or even if you're not, I'm sure you've heard of it. I would love to take you out on a on a cruise on the uh, the MS Mount Washington. Ooh. It's the uh, the largest steam powered ship in the world, or something. But it's that big boat on the uh, on yeah, you, you've, pointed, you've pointed it out. I think it was parked. Yes, it's parked in, in Center Harbor for the winter. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, that's one of those things. Like, and being a local here. Um, 
we kind of take it for granted. And I have not, I have not been on that boat in 20, in 20 years. Um, but that's like when you're in chorus or band that you, you know, you go out there one day towards the end of school and you perform for senior citizens. They bring them out there on a special cruise. It's a three hour. They, they have a route that's three a three hour, hour, yeah, three hour tour, tour, I guess. Um, I want to be ginger. Spicy. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I'm really picturing you. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're kind of ginger. I'm definitely Marianne with a little checkered shirt tied up. <laughs> um, but no, that's the. Uh, oh, ginger is a. Movie star. Uh, that's right. I should know that. I should know better. This bitch wearing cocktail dresses on a deserted island yes. the whole time. Yes, yes. Girl. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, it's a three-hour tour around Lake Winnipesaukee, which is the largest, um, the largest freshwater lake, the largest lake in in New Hampshire. And um, I've been on it during the day, but I've also been on it at night, which is very interesting. I was actually on it for a prom. Really? Yes. Your prom or no? That's a that's another story for another time. Um, I was a uh, I was a, a pinch hitter date. I guess we would say. I don't know. This a friend of mine had. I was I was like twenty two or twenty three, and um, a friend of mine who was in high school. Uh, she was a junior in high school, and her boyfriend dumped her three days before the prom. And I stepped up and said, "Hey, you know, I'm not doing anything. You know, if you if you still need a date, I'm I'm happy to. I'll come with you. Like I'll take you, whatever. And um, you know, just as friends, because I didn't want her to miss her prom, especially a prom on the Mount Washington. Like that's a big a big thing." So we ended up going on the on the Mount Washington and the best part about that was that you know they had the the local radio personality standing there and, and announcing all the couples and everything. So they announce Steph, I don't remember her last name, but Stephanie blah 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 and her date's name that had her ex-boyfriend that had just dumped her and we're walking down and we get to the boat and we see the cap, the boat captain is standing there and the boat captain gives me the eyeball because it was his son that was supposed to be her date. So, um, he was like shocked to see not his son walking down <laughs> and his dad was a fucking prick, but, um, he's just like, Oh, he made some sort of snide comment like, "Oh, you know, you look different," or like about his son or something. And I'm like, "Yeah, your son's a piece of shit." Tell him. And um, but no, it was really it was. But other than that, it was a fantastic. It was a great time, um, except that you know during the part of the the prom where they play all the golden oldies. It was all the songs from when I was in high school, so I was kind of upset about that. Mm-hmm. Ah, prom. I went to prom. For like 15 minutes. Like it. Wow. I had more fun 
get uh, I went I went with my friend Nicole and we double dated with my one of my best friends in high school Brian, his name was Brian, mm. um, and he was going to prom with my dad's. Okay, my dad grew up with a friend. I know I, I gotta explain. Went <laughs> to prom with my dad. Yeah, he went to prom with my dad. <laughs> um, no, um, my dad had a best friend growing up. Uh, everyone called her. Her name was Binky. Her birth name wasn't Binky. But like that was just her. That was her nickname. I don't yeah. know the origin of it, but everybody know knew her as right. Binky. Barbara. No, um, I think it's like Nor- Noreen or Nor- Nadine. I, I can't. I, I don't actually remember because I've always known her as Binky. Binky. She had two daughters or has two daughters, uh, Allie and Deanna. And so growing up, this is one of my dad's best friends. Growing mm-hmm. up, we grew up with these girls. Mm-hmm. Like we played with them all the time growing up as kids. Yep. Um, they were like. Kind of like a sister kind of thing. You know? Sure. So, uh, Deanna and I are in the same class. Okay. And uh, she went with my friend Brian. Mm-hmm. And they ended up, actually, they're married now. Wow. And they have uh, they have a child together. She has kids from a previous marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brian's a great dad all around to, like, his stepchildren and his son, Landon. Wow. Um, but I had more fun, like, going, taking pictures at my dad's house, taking pictures at my mom's. We went to prom. It was it was okay. Fifteen minutes is an exaggeration. We were maybe there an hour, hour and a half. But it wasn't like it wasn't even like a school dance. It felt like more than that. Right. But I went with my friend Nicole, who was my co-commander mm-hmm. in uh, our junior ROTC. She was the commander for Lewiston High School. I was the commander for Edward Little High School from Auburn because we were one class, mm-hmm. Lewiston Auburn. Um. But we after right after that, it wasn't far from my house. We swung by my house. I took my tux off because I hate hated being that dressed up. They stayed in their prom clothes. I put my casual clothes back on, and we went to Denny's, and that was more fun than uh, the whole night. I can I remember like sitting there laughing, joking hysterically at the table, like belly laughing, crying, just having a good time <clears throat> with them. Like, but that was. Like the gist of my prom experience, it was it just felt like another school dance to me. I'll tell I had you, more fun before and after than I did at the prom. Well, I'll tell you that I had I had so much more fun at the Guilford High School junior prom in two thousand than I had at my own prom. Um, and we'll get into that at a, a, another probably in prom season. We'll have to do a prom episode, but I will tell you that. You know, when I, I I laughed at, oh, yeah, he went to prom with my dad. Um, my mom was at my prom. Oh. Yep. I asked her to dance with me when a song came on from the 70s, and my my own mother turned me down to dance at my own prom. Linda. Yeah. Girl. Mm-hmm. Yep, so that was fun. So, anyway, uh, new subject. Um, what, uh, tell me a little bit about... Um, Leading up to your your last few weeks in in Bangor, um, what what was that like? I mean, I I have been in a situation where I have picked up basically my whole life and moved. That's a lot. Um, oh wow, yeah. So okay, this will. How do you take... how do you feel? How do you how how were you feeling? And and what could I maybe have done better to to help you through it? You actually were you were great you've been like the most accommodating um 
in any way that you can, and it's not like so none of it like falls on you like the mm-hmm. way I've because I've had up and I was up and down about right about it just because of the way things are right. Um, but before I would you mind turn off that heater for me that heater over there? Yeah, I thought I did. Okay, yeah, no um, no worries. Yep. Um, just because it's getting hot back here. Um, but so anyway, so take so, off all your clothes. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> um, so basically. I had made the like we we had talked about it throughout the summer and everything about me come moving down here and how it would be nice that one day we wouldn't have to make these make these trips back and forth and all that jazz to see each other and um I was definitely ready come like September or so um the pandemic was hard at, like made work for me very hard uh and I, and I'd sound selfish, but like really the the inconvenience came to the people I was supporting, and because they couldn't live their lives how they're used to living their lives, it made things challenging. So work burned me out very quick. But I was also working like a thousand hours a week, yeah, five to six days a week, twelve hour shifts or more, right? Uh and that one even with just that, like that was enough for me to. Like, to live. Like, I paid my rent. I paid my bills. Um, It wasn't always, like, on time. But I I, I did what I had to do to survive. Um, But when I finally made the, like, absolute firm decision and set an actual date and started, like, putting in my notice here, putting in my notice there, it got more real for me. So, like, I think Mm -hmm. when my clients found out I was leaving, I got about two weeks of, I'm going to miss you and I wish you weren't leaving. Yeah. That was hard because I do miss them and I do miss working with those guys. Um, I worked in a couple different locations and I were at, I had some great coworkers uh, that I've been with for four and a half years. Like the house I primarily worked in, there was still three, four, four of us, mm-hmm. four of us that I've been that have been in that house since I started four and a half years ago. Wow. Um, and actually one of them returned, like he left for another job and actually ended up coming back and was able to get in with us. And that was cool. Nice. Um, but it, that, that part made it hard because you got that, um, I call them graduation goggles where you're towards, you're at the end of something that's really been stressful and you can't wait to get out. But now that it's almost over, you look back on it fondly. Right. That, oh, you know, I'm mm-hmm. going to miss getting yelled at for something outside of my control. Or I'm going to miss being obsessed at for 20 minutes about and a question I don't have an answer to. And, you know, I'm going to miss this. And I'm going to miss that. And it, and it was real. Like, And I'm glad I worked overnights because there's a few times I got all teary eyed and cried a little because I'm like I'm gonna really miss this job and this house and what this job has done for me as a person Mm -hmm. um I never thought being a DSP was gonna be something I could handle I really thought it was just gonna be a job until I found something better I was look I was getting ready to look for food service jobs that's how I found out I was blacklisted at Pizza Hut because (laughs) I'm sorry it's the most ridiculous no no just I I'm gonna segue into that right now I'll clarify that. I'm just part. like that's how I found out I was black. Yeah, that's how I found out I was black. <laughs> um, I was on this list. Uh, they, when I, I people who know me know I worked at Pizza Hut like all through high school. When I was in college, and I came home on summer times, 
uh, the Pizza Hut Minot Avenue in Auburn. And when I, I when I finally left, I had you know gone to school, came home from school, worked a couple other jobs, and then finally was like, I'm gonna try to get my job back at Pizza Hut. And he hired me back. It was a new manager. He hired me, and things were great. But I I had started dating somebody at the time, and I was thinking about wanting to like get an apartment and stuff. And I could know there's no way I could afford that with what I was making at Pizza Hut. So I went out and found a um, full-time daycare job, had benefits. It paid like 3 $4 more an hour than what I was making at Pizza Hut. Um, and I had, a, I had just gotten a car from my mom's ex-husband um, and her boyfriend at the time. But like mm, okay. he now ex-husband. Right. Um, so I was, I was like, bet, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a step up here because if I want to get an apartment, I need to be... At, work a full-time job and make money. Mm-hmm. Not this. I work weekend shifts mostly because I'm, I was good at what I did. Right. Uh, so when I put my two week notice in, he got all pissy. Um, and pretty much gave me like no hours the last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and then wrote me as not rehirable. You've been listening to the two Kings podcast. We're going to pause for a brief intermission and then return for the second half of this week's broadcast. Thanks again for listening to the Two Kings Podcast. Now, let's return to the second half of the broadcast. That's so lame. In the computer. So, that was 2010. uh, Yeah, 2010. Yeah. So, fast forward to 2016. I moved to Bangor. Uh, Pretty much, I talked to the man. I before I even moved up here, I talked to the manager at Pizza Hut on Broadway, which was right near where I lived. Mm-hmm. It was walking distance, any at least. I didn't have a car, but so I talked to him. Pretty much, like I walked in to meet him for my interview. He walked me back to the computer. It was like he he wrote down here. Here's your onboarding stuff. He goes, I'm already gonna hire you. You know, like when we talked, you I know that you know what you're talking about. Um. So we're going to get you started training as a manager right away. Here's all this. Take this home. Fill this out. Um, send it to me, and we'll go from there. I want to say about 15 to 20 minutes into my walk home. <clears throat> I was about 10 minutes from home. He called me to tell me that I'm in the computer is not rehirable. But he finally went in to like start putting the actual right. stuff in. He And I, he's, like, the, he's like, what you can do is contact your ex-manager, and he can remove that from the thing you know if, if he chooses to so i reached out to the guy on facebook um he read he left me unread mm. and never did anything about it wow and i'm like so six years later you're still mad that i left my part-time job at pizza hut for a full-time job i'm like that's fuck that's that's pretty damn selfish yes it is like you're mad because i wasn't there to make pizza on a friday or saturday night like i that job at pizza hut the second time around cost me like wrestling opportunities um, when I was a rookie, I had a good feud going with my trainer, Eric, and we were in, uh, doing shows in Fairfield and I had just had a big match with Eric. Um, one of my first, and it was fun. It went well and we were setting me up to become the television champion. So Eric had set up another match between us the following month for the championship. And 
I went and put the time off. My boss was like, no, nah, I can't give you that weekend off. It's going to be one of our busiest weekends. It's the beginning of the month. He's like, people are getting their state help, so we're busier than normal. And no. And if you call out, I'll know where you went, and I'm going to fire you. Wow. So I told, I had to tell Eric, I can't make it. My boss won't give me the night off. Hmm. And that blew my, that blew my first championship opportunity early in my career. That really probably would have put me on track to get to where I ended up much faster. Right. It was discouraging for me because then I just kind of stopped going because mm-hmm. I stayed working. Uh, and then I remember, I remember distinctly the decision to quit came around that night, not even being busy. And he let me out at like, just after the dinner rush at like six thirty seven o'clock. So they didn't even need me in the first place. And I got out early <clears throat> and not having a vehicle, I could have probably made it to Fairfield in time for the main event if I had had a vehicle. Right. So, like, they... the, the he guy was being got, spiteful. Yeah, he screwed me on purpose. Like, right. He goes, oh, I know you wanted tonight off, so here you can get out early. I'm like, so I could go to wrestling. <laughs> right, like, I don't want to get out now. The yeah. show has begun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So, um, but, as I mean, as far as Bangor goes, like, I, I put in my notice, I worked my notice out, I worked... About 60 hours my last week, just trying to keep myself busy. Yeah. Um, I I didn't pack in like a flurry of a rush. Well, kind of, kind of towards the end because I didn't really work on the bathroom because that was just a pile of stuff. But mm. um, it was nice to get out of there. I left some stuff behind in the apartment. I hate doing that, but like we ran out of room and what mm-hmm. are you, gonna, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm glad to be out of there. Yeah. Uh, I've noticed... I was on the Bangor scanner page, like, just because I live by the hospital, so whenever tons of ambulances and fire trucks would go by, I like to see what was going on. Sure. But people were finding, like, shopping bags full of needles outside of Shaw's. Some guy got randomly attacked by a sledgehammer. There was a suspicious fire where someone was killed. Um, At Dollar General, right? At Dollar, Family Dollar. Family Dollar. Yeah. Uh, that area, there's like a fire on Essex Street, which is right by there. Mm. There were there. I, I was also dealing with uh, Trump parades, yeah. Where people, like two or three weekends in a row, even after the election, people were driving down the street with their flags flying, their signs mm-hmm. waving, honking at all the people on the street. You know, wooing out their windows. Wow, Trump! Yeah, you know and. There I am trying to sleep in my overnight shift in the middle of a Trump parade, and I was pissed. But, like, I'm glad to be, I'm just glad. Well, you know, I, I, let me just say this. I I really have enjoyed all of the, all the time that I spent in Bangor with you. Um, But I am absolutely, like, this is trending, it's real, that the Google search term Bangor man is replacing Florida man, just it's a thing. Absol- it's oh, absolutely! It's happening. Absolutely, it sh- and as it should. Bangor is freaking wild. Remember, we had those. There's people like li- there were people lingering outside mm. of my apartment building because one of my new neighbors, like she moved in at first. She's and I'm when I I met her when she first moved in. Seemed like a nice older lady. Yeah, a teacher. She's a teacher or she was a teacher. Um, very nice. Uh, she had a gentleman. Call her that I guess would come visit on the weekends, but they would go sit out on the porch and smoke cigarettes mm-hmm. instead of inside. And whenever I'd leave for work, oh, leaving for work, 
And I'm like, what, are you going to case the place? Like, what's happening? I locked up the fortress. Right. You ain't getting in there, bitch. Um, but they were nice. They made conversation, and that's cool. But now, like, she had someone move in with her. And for, like, the, my last two weeks in there, I could hear, like, banging on the other side of the walls. The apartments were laid out weird. So, like, the hallway mm-hmm. outside my bedroom, if someone on the other, in the other apartment was making noise on that wall, it sounded like someone was in my hallway. Yeah. And it used to freak me out all the time. Even uh, there, there's literally nothing on the other end of that wall. I know. It's so... It's <laughs> the, my first night that I slept in the bedroom, because mm. uh, the first couple nights I had the apartment, my bed wasn't there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the first night I spent in my bedroom, I was like, I had to close my door because mm-hmm. I was like, uh, I don't like that it sounds like someone's walking around out in my hallway. Yeah. I was actually even one night I learned that you need to push on the door good to close it because I went to go to... This is before I had Loki. But I went to go to the bathroom, and you know, like, when you come around that hallway, my front door is right there. It was, like, open a crack. Oh, yeah. And I was like, is someone in my apartment? Mm-hmm. Or did I not close this? Like, what is going on? Yeah. It's um, not okay. <laughs> it's peaceful here in Meredith, though. It's quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, the other morning, I went out and, mm-hmm. like, went to the grocery store, went and got coffee, stopped at the post office. But it was just, like, a quiet little drive. Mm-hmm. In town, I we went to George's Diner, which is Triple H's favorite place to eat when yes. he's in town. Yes. Um, it's so good. I can't wait for my friends to come visit. Like we don't mm-hmm. have govs to go to uh, breakfast buffet anymore, like we used to. But George's is definitely a, I, w- I would recommend to my buddies for a good breakfast. So locally owned, like I said, like I told you this uh, the other when we were there the other morning. That, um, you know, I, I went to high school with the owner, a couple of years older than me, but, you know, it's locally owned. It's it's an institution. It's been there since the 90, 92. And I think that Owen has worked there since it opened wow. um, and purchased it um, several years back. But, you know, it's the same. A lot. He's done a lot with it, you know, to bring in some, some, some new stuff, but all the stuff that's been there since the very beginning you know, to make the old timers happy, you know, all that stuff is there too. Um, I haven't been in there in the summer to see if it's still on there, but for years after he bought it, he still had tripe on the menu because old people liked it. Pre pandemic. I remember seeing it on the menu. Yes. So at least as of, yeah, at least as of mid 2020, it was still there. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. Don't try to judge, but tripe. No, thank you. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to seeing where things are going. Like we, we potentially have a lead on a, another apartment in the same building. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still waiting to see how that's going to play out. That's apparently my gimmick is I, I just want to live in every apartment in this building. I know that that'll be the third apartment for yeah. you in this building. You would... But the fourth that I have slept in because, um, a hundred years ago, um, my friend Jason, had the studio apartment all the way over on the top floor. Okay. In the in the nineties. And oh, I wow. almost basically lived there. Um, but not really. Like his it was it was his apartment and I just lived you know, you, my mom's apartment yeah. was right up the street. So yeah, I was there all the time. The only so it will be the only apartment that I haven't been in is the one directly above the apartment across the hall. Okay. With the nasty lady that was giving me eyeball and yelling at me for parking the U-Haul over on the back end of the property 10 seconds after I got here. I'm like, no, 
bitch, no. So yeah, that's why there's curtains on on the back edge of the uh, the porch upstairs. Wow. Mm-hmm. She uh, that happened. That's I've had that before. Neighbors being concerned, like pulling a U-Haul, like you can't park it. Landlord said it was fine. Go back in your apartment and shut the fuck up. You know, right. like, um, <clears throat> but uh, you know, we do have the lead. It's a three bedroom place. Mm-hmm. Plenty of time to plenty of that room to set up a studio for us and mm-hmm. give the cat a timeout room or something. He's been a little. Uh, hopefully, the more space he'll have, the more you know, he can get more area to go play and explore. And the the thing I'm looking forward to the most is is that uh, the porch. Yes, having a nice porch, a nice screened-in porch. It looks really nice from the outside. Yeah. Um, that'd be nice to go sit outside, and I miss that, like, putting, listening to music, sit outside, having coffee in the morning. Yeah, like, that's where you're going to find me most of the time, is out there reading and, and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, now I'm just, I'm trying to get in the routine of work. I picked up a job. I work at Papa Gino's now. Mm-hmm. I looked at my... One of the apps this morning, they do have me down for, like, eventually learning shift leader, so... Okay. So, there is plans to move up there once I get the hang of it, and I did pretty good for my first night the other night. Mm -hmm. Um, I gotta do... I'm gonna look into Instacart. Signed up for that. I haven't done any of the shopping yet, but I definitely want to. I have done that, and it is a lot... It's, um... It's... I mean, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, Um, but. I have the inside skinny though. Like I will tell you this, just make sure, um, Shaw's and Guilford has horrible Wi-Fi. It's very difficult to complete your orders at at Shaw's and Guilford. Hopefully they have in the last couple of years upgraded their Wi-Fi. My reception is pretty good over there. Mm. I mean, because I, I use my phone right at Papa Gino's across the street. Right. And the reception's not bad. So hopefully that'll be fine. But yeah. Um, I like shopping, you know what I mean? And if I get to shop for someone else, let's pretend I'm playing Supermarket Sweep. There you go. <laughs> get me the following items. Uh, but so there's that, and <clears throat> I'm just, I'm ready for a good time. Good times all around. I'm here. Let's go. For a good time, call. I know, right? I wonder what many bathrooms that's written on. No, did I ever tell you the story real quick? Um, the There's a bathroom at... That bar, Jester's, that was next to Cityside Restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my friends was there drinking one night. And he sent me, my name was written on the men's room wall, but it said, Adam Ricker is a, see you next Tuesday. Oh, okay. And I was like, you wrote that because that's your favorite word. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I swear to God, I didn't write this. It was here and it made me, it, he's like, I was giggled. Was it Primer who told you that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's his favorite word. It, yeah. the, see, and even you know it's his favorite yeah, word. Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I was like, oh, someone thinks I'm a see you next Tuesday. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think we both have a little bit of charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Yeah, in us. my charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Um, yeah. But no, I mean, I'm, I've, it's been a really great week so far that, you know, like, I've, I'm getting into that thing where it's like, oh, yeah, I don't have to feel guilty that I come home and want to take a nap. It's like I'm not missing out on time with Babe because he has to leave in an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, it, and that's going to take a little adjustment period of, you know, we don't have to entertain each other anymore. We're, we, you know, like, w- he's not going anywhere. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get used to that. That's the hardest part, I think. 
Um, the other hardest part is, and this is nothing at all against you at all. Um, but the balance of, like, I'm over the weekend probably, probably on Saturday while you were at work, I'm going to try to find, I'm going to box up a few things that I don't necessarily need to have here to make room for your things, and I'm going to put some of my stuff in storage for, you know, hopefully just for a month or two. Yeah. And, you know, to, but that's just the, it is what it is. We're in a very, very small apartment, but it's livable. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, you know, but we now eyes on the prize. We want the place across the hall. Right. Right. <clears throat> um, that I'm feeling the same kind of adjustment. Like the year watch, we were watching, uh, we've been watching the story of Luke and Laura from general hospital from the very beginning, many moons ago. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and it's got my attention and I'm watching it, but I'm also like doing my thing over here and like playing my, vi- trying to play my video games and stuff. And I feel guilty. I'm like, ah, uh, I'm over here playing games when I feel like I should be doing this instead. And I'm just overwhelmed by the fact that not only are you paying attention to the story, but you're asking follow-up questions. No one who is who I have forced to watch the incredible love story that is Lucas Lorenzo Spencer and Laura Weber Baldwin. No one ever has even showed any interest, let alone ask follow-up questions. Like, oh my God, did Bobby sleep with with uh, Scotty? Like, yeah, what are you talking Bobby about? Scott, Bobby and Scotty a thing? Yeah, I mean, no one asks these things. So that's just amazing that I've think I found someone to convert to the gospel of Port Charles. Soap soap operas are right up my alley. I love the drama. Mm. She did what? Yeah. That kind of shit. And it, it's a it's a it's a, a classic love story. So if any Luke and Laura fans out there, you know, I'm I'm finally getting Adam into it. Yes. But it's really I, I'm very happy to have basically now I have you know Everybody in my life that's important to me, and I, you know, that's a little selfish. Everybody in my life that's important to me is within like a, you know, 15 mile radius right now. Absolutely. So I know it's going to probably be in a, well, it's really not. I mean, you were at a, all of your family was an, a couple hours. So it's, it, wasn't it about the same? It's, it's virtually the same distance. Like mm-hmm. maybe like an extra like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Of distance, but I mean, as far as like convenience to get there, like it's, I I feel it's easier for me to want to drive up from here to mm-hmm. Auburn, Lewiston, than down from Bangor. And there's also two really awesome if if you know family ever wants to meet halfway in the middle or less than the middle, whatever. There's two really fantastic places that people like to go in the middle. North Conway, where you said your, mm-hmm. your your brother goes to North Conway, Yeah, right? my brother and his wife go yeah. shopping there a lot. And Portland. Yeah, you know? and my mom, has no, my mom has no problem buzzing down to Portland. Yeah. Uh, Jody, but I don't know, you know, my best girlfriend. Uh, she's in Portland. She works, yeah, she works in Portland. She's the ma- uh, store manager at Torrid in the mall. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, and I, I've, of course, got my uh, wrestling crew, like mm-hmm. Molly and Keith live in... I can't, ever, I can't think of the name right now. Limerick. That's what it is. Molly and Keith live in Limerick. Right down the... Sh- they, I told them that I'd probably be in the Limerick area soon. And 
Um, they said right down the street from them, two minutes down the street from them is a dispensary. Right. Um, so that's, you know, there's still that. And Unless they own their own home, I'm willing to bet they that. They do. Oh, okay. Yeah, they bought a house. Okay. Well, because I mean, when when we go, we eventually will go out there together one day, and I'll show you where 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 I used to live. But yeah, I I, I love Limerick. I know one of the, one of I wish uh, it was I, just so remote. That was live, working in Portland, Scarborough, and living in Limerick. That was just too much. It was not sustainable for more than that year that I did it. I wish I could get my <clears> schedule. <throat> I'm gonna see if I can get my schedule today because I really wish we could like. Just get, like, a cheap room Thursday night and not have to worry about driving back after, like, eating all that food mm-hmm. and other stuff. I mean, I was originally looking into it and was just going to buy a room anyway, but I don't know if right. I have to be to work at 9 a.m. And then that means right. to get up mad early. But um, I wanted to go to a dispensary. <laughs> go to the dispensaries in Maine. I miss, I miss the ones in Bangor. I'm going to miss those guys. Hmm. And I, you know, I'm very open about it. I really don't care. Like, I'm, I'm a medical card holder from Maine. Um, I'll have to get that all fixed up down here. But they have, it's a really nice, the whole culture of it's really nice. Like, mm-hmm. the people inside are super nice. And I miss, I'm going to miss uh, Rock, I think it's Rocksteady Remedies. So any of my friends that are listening, if you have your med card and you're up in the Bangor area, hit them up there by Bull Moose. Um, great, great place. They have a menu online, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when, whenever we went out, it was like, you know, like a kid in a candy shop for me at Bull Moose and then Adam a couple doors down at the dispensary. It was like, we, we both were like, yay, when we got back in the car. Well, right. I love, there's an app that you can get that lets you look at the live menus of places, so they'll let you know what they've got mm-hmm. in stock. But all the different places, they all had different... They all had different things to offer, and that other ones didn't. So there was one that was like twenty minutes away from my house. I never went to it, um, but there was one there that had these things I've been looking for called Moon Rocks. Mm-hmm. I'll have to tell you about those sometime. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, they were only there, and like then there was another place that only had these certain like distillate cartridges, and there was another place that only had this brand of weed. Well, you were telling me about that app, and um, it sounded familiar, and I realized where I heard it from, that, um, you know, the Your Mom's House podcast with Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky? Yes. I am so sorry, Christina. You even were nice enough to read my email on the air, and I fucked up your last name. Uh, that was, Chris, that was Christina awesome. Pajitsky. Um, <laughs> their producer guy who sits in the office and back there, and he shows up on camera every so often. His name is Nadav. Um, the... He has the most Jewish name of all Jewish names, Nadav Iskowitz. Um, but anyway, his first job out of college was working for the app Weed Maps. Oh wow! And he worked for them for for quite some time. They're actually based out of San Diego, I think it is, or San Diego or San Bernardino, or one of the San places near Los Angeles. My BFF forever, Jen. You live in Los Angeles. You may actually know where what town it is that that we're talking about I, it may not be san diego i think that's further away than than la but it was like you know the greater la area <clears throat> but uh yeah so it's been an adjustment period it's going to continue to be an adjustment period we're actually because of the potential for moving 
um, in like six weeks. We're not. We've we made the decision to not go nutty on, um, you know, Thanksgiving. Not to go nutty on Christmas. We may not even really do much with like decoration or whatever because it just seems stupid to decorate for Christmas and then like two days later have to take it all down to move across the hall. This is dumb. Right. <clears throat> um, because I've seen enough animated Christmas specials to know that Christmas is not a tree and all that. Christmas is in the hearts of all of us. So we don't need that. Charlie Brown. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> you do not say anything bad about the young Messiah himself, I'd like Charlie to, Brown. I'd really like to know where you heard something bad. About sounded Charlie, like about you were Charlie Brown. Sounded <laughs> like sounded like you were going to get shady there, and I don't. I, I like Charlie Brown. I saw yours. You have a whole pile of Peanuts movies over there that I'm going to break into at some point. Mm-hmm. I love them. I miss. See, I miss watching them on TV. Actually, the holiday ones. Well, as soon as we get Apple Plus. Oh, I just read last night. For anybody out there who is looking to watch a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving and a Charlie Brown Christmas, and you do not have the Apple T Apple Plus app or the or the subscription to apple plus they're actually going to have a showing on broadcast television of each and i don't remember exactly when you're gonna have to google it but they're going to be put on pbs this this winter so um right before thanksgiving they're going to have the charlie brown thanksgiving and then right before christmas they're going to have the charlie brown christmas but they're going to be available on pbs as well oh wow for one showing and then other than that apple plus tv but i'm gonna be getting that i mean i have apple everything else i don't understand why i don't have apple tv so i have apple yeah i I have apple tv yeah i got it when i got my phone it was like Mm -hmm. a year right but um yeah so um adam why don't you tell uh why don't you do the shout out about our next hopefully our next um broadcast ladies and gentlemen it is now time to shift the power of the podcast into your hands. That's right. Next week's episode will be Fans Bring the Questions. And what that means is we have an email address set up, which we'll give you in just a moment, where, <clears throat> similar to our Q&A episodes... You can email us a question about whatever you want to ask. Of course, we ultimately have the power to pick <laughs> pick and prod from the questions. Right. But the more intriguing of a question, the more likely we will be to read it, I'm sure. Um, you know, so skip like, what's your favorite color? You know, like, that. that's red. Okay, next. You know, like, right. like we, we put some thought into it. Make these... Anything, like, nothing's off limits. You can ask what you want, because we're going to obviously filter through. Um, but we want to hear from you guys. So, Brian, what, do you have the email address? I do. The email address is twokingspodcast at mail.com. So it is all spelt out, T-W-O-K-I-N-G-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at mail, M-A-I-L, dot com. Just because we're gay does not mean it's going to be mail like a dude. Hey. But this is basically your your opportunity to like, this is kind of our Reddit AMA moment. Like, yeah, exactly. And those of you who have been listening to us all along, and if you haven't, what the fuck is wrong with you? But 
Get with if you've it. been you you've been you basically spent since June with the last six months basically with us, you know that there is no subject that is too taboo. There is nothing that is off the table. I mean, we have we literally sat in your living room in Bangor talking about bedroom things one day. Oh my god, I was so <clears throat> embarrassed. I was too. Um, <clears throat> you know, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, my mom may hear this. Oh, uh, my mom did hear it. Yeah, your mom, yeah. She loves it though. Yeah, my sister. <laughs> my, my sister loves it too, and that—that's you know may have her on the on the on the show at some point here, but yeah. So fans bring the questions. Um, it's going to be next week. Um, the your best chance of getting your question on next week's podcast would be to have those questions in our mailbox by. Before you sit down for your Thanksgiving turkey, basically. Yes, Wednesday before Thanksgiving, that afternoon, um, we're gonna we'll probably really start filtering through the questions. I mean, if they come in after, there's a chance, but not. But if you want to, if you want the best absolute possible chance, uh, definitely mm-hmm. get them in by before you sit down for your turkey. And I was just thinking that oh, we do have a long car ride. Um, we have a car ride on Thursday, and if, if um, you know, that could be, if I'm not sleeping, we could also be going, kind of going, sorting through the mailbox. Mm-hmm. I can tell you what's in there as we're, as we're driving, try to figure stuff out. But yeah, definitely, um, definitely sending those questions. We really, really do want to hear from you. And if there's anything, no, nothing's off the table, anything you want to know, but yes, please make it a little bit more substantial than like a tiger beat interview you know if you could be a flavor of ice cream what kind of flavor of ice cream would you be if he was a flavor of ice cream he'd be pralines and dick from wayne's world wow Wow. if benjamin was a flavor of ice cream (laughs) he'd be pralines and dick but um i'm really really happy uh to finally have adam back um i did enjoy doing uh, the few solo podcasts that i did um but you know your your presence is definitely preferred and uh somewhere coming up real shortly i think we're gonna have a at least one or two solo podcasts from you yes i'm i'm looking forward to doing that i've got uh some invites out to a couple buddies who live in manchester i want to come down and do uh, what in wrestling we call like a table for three kind of situation where the, the you know we three of us very specifically talk about the business and mm-hmm. other things, um, a few of my own stories to tell from the past and we're definitely gonna try and bring you guys more content. You know, I'm here now, so it's a lot easier for us to collaborate when right. we don't when we don't have two days to record four or five <laughs> episodes. And, yeah more thought can be put into these. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy the content going forward. And, you know, and we've already discussed it. Like after the first of the year, wherever we happen to be settled, um, you know, when we have a permanent place to have the podcast set up. So, you know, and, and making an appointment, like kind of having that, that's an appointment that we have every week, you know, to -hmm. do it instead of, and I don't have any, I didn't have any problem doing, you know, three or four podcasts all back to back to back to back. But I feel like they could be more timely. They could be more fun for us. 
unless I don't it didn't ever like it did feel like a chore when we were trying to do like podcast four of four on yeah. you know it, it became like a chore and that wasn't fun it felt just like <clears throat> mass produced like because we're just right. like let's let's get all this product out now right and with very little break in between not not to say it wasn't fun I enjoy recording yeah fully but it, I'm definitely glad. I mean, in our new setup here, I've got access to my computer in front of me if I need to look up something for reference. Um, I got it. Right. Yeah, it, it's nice. It's feeling like a little space, and I enjoy it. And I like, <clears throat> and that's one of the things that I liked about you know, and I, I just I've already referenced them today, but I've referenced them many other times. Uh, the Your Mom's House podcast with Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky. All of their podcasts, they the first like half an hour, forty five minutes of theirs are like three hours long though, but like they're. The, the first bit is just them just chatting about what's been going on in the house and whatever, like, yep. like normal, like relationship stuff. Then they take a break and bring on their guest. And I would, you know, what's that the kind tea of a, with RuPaul and Michelle Visage is like that. Right. And, and so I feel like once we are settled and we have like, this is, you know, we record Tuesdays at 10 AM for the following, you know, for that week. Um, or whatever, you know, just having that, the consistency and there being a lot like the, you know, um, this is coming out on Saturday, the 21st, it's almost 10 in the morning on Thursday, the 19th. So like, happy birthday, Jody. Oh, happy birthday. Yes. But like, we're, we're trying to do them a lot a lot um, closer to the air date, you know, like preferably within the week that we are putting it out now. Right. Cause like by the time some of those episodes would drop, like things drastically change, like in the news or right. something like that. So we're, <clears throat> we're not even touching on that stuff. Right. And I was listening to one of them um, on the way up or either on the way up or on the way home. Um, because I'm a complete narcissist, I was listening to our podcast um, on moving day, uh, just <laughs> over and over. And I was listening to different podcasts because, yeah, I was here. I was here. I've listened to them three or four times when I was editing them. I listened to them on the day they come out, but there's still things I miss here and there. But um, one of the things that I noticed from some of those podcasts is when we were talking about events that happened, we're like, one of them, you were like, oh, yeah, I remember that. That was just the other day. I mean, a month ago. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I... <laughs> and, and, yeah, that, that happened. Like, oh, yeah, we, we just did that. Oh, no, actually, that was um, six weeks ago. Sorry, that wasn't just yesterday. I don't know. Maybe we, we could even maybe consider, like, since it's really a, a whole change of format and how we do it, it's like we're into our second season. Well, in, yeah, gen, the first episode of January 21, I was going to start calling season two. Season dos. Dos. La season. So, yeah, we're, we're trying, we're, we're yeah, there's, there's some going to be some tweaks and stuff, and we're going to find our groove, and I and I, I, I really appreciate having everybody here while we kind of found our footing. Yeah, absolutely. I really, I've really enjoyed this specific, the way we're sitting, what we're doing right now, I've really enjoyed this. Yeah, this is this is I like this this setup and I want to wish I had time to do more, but I got to go to work soon. That's okay. But yeah, well, well that said we we're going to wrap it up anyway, but um thank you very much for listening. Uh as always, please like and subscribe, give us a five-star rating on Yelp and um our OnlyFans and um <laughs> 
But no, subscribe. send in those questions. Send in those questions to two kings podcast at mail.com. Um, try to get them in before you sit down for Thanksgiving dinner. And um, we uh, that'll be your best chance to have them read on the podcast next week. So after you are in your turkey coma and you're finally getting home from your Black Friday shopping, socially distanced with a mask, um, you can sit down and listen to us answer your questions on the air. That's right. And as always, guys, like make sure that you wash your hands and that you take care of each other and you be nice to each other and wear like wear the damn mask God what damn it that's what? what i missed what's that what all of my solo podcasts i always ended up in saying and as adam would say <laughs> just wear the damn mask keep your hands to yourself and wash your hands and wash your hands and wear a damn mask i forgot to take care of each other yes and then that's important like especially nowadays cuz um, but get those questions in. There'll be more about it on the Facebook page. Definitely give us a share, like, notify, notify, all that good stuff. And we will see you guys next week. Yes, on the Two Kings podcast, where it is always Saturday. So enjoy your Saturday, and we will see you next week. All right, bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.